Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey guys. Before we get into the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Are you in need of a new chair for your office, studio, or gaming space? Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box and all of our videos, and in the descriptions for our podcasts on podcast services. We've got Technisport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all of the support. Dude, we did it! This right here is Radio Hour Volume 12. A year of Radio Hours, wow. A year's worth of Radio Hours. And not only that, this is BG Mania Episode 51. Next week is Episode 52, which concludes our yearly episodes. Wow. You know what that means? We need to record the anniversary episode soon. <laughs> Yes, we do, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, hmm, you know what? This coming up week, we might want to sit down for like maybe a half hour or something each night because we obviously do reactions each night. We might want to do like a couple tracks each night and just get it done. We have to. Yeah, because I, I wanted to put it up on the day that the um, the day that the actual episode would have been the one year, which would have, I think it's July 5th. So I, I wanted to get the episode up on July 5th, 2018. So next week, next Thursday, obviously next Wednesday, there will be an episode that is the 4th of July, but we're going to still have an episode because we record early, but I want to have an episode for Thursday as well for the one year anniversary. So and if you're not in North America, 4th of July, Independence Day, that kind of, you know, that it's probably That's the day that we defeated the aliens. Oh, that was, no, that was Will Smith. We, we, America. This is the wild, wild west. Oh, can he be the rapper for Peachy Mania? You're not going to unseat Coolio. How dare you? Will Smith is awesome, though, dude. Like, he just... He, he lays down the sick tracks and beats, and he doesn't even have to swear. Doesn't even have to curse. Will Smith doesn't have to rap in his rhymes and records, but I do. So, no, no, no. We're not going to sing them in them. Gotta keep it clean. Yeah, Radio R Volume 12, obviously, an eclectic mix of music. Five tracks from me, five tracks from Frank, one track from Jessica, one track from a listener. Always a good time. I love doing radio hours. They're always fun. The opening track you heard is my first pick. It's from a game that I've been regularly playing over the past few weeks. Just If you listen to the Maxwell podcast, you'll have heard me talk about this a few times. Uh, the, the game is Moonlighter. And the track that you heard there that brought us in, again, my first pick, is called Sentient Stone. And it's a great piece of music, first of all. But I do want to talk about the game real quick. Moonlighter came out May 29th, 2018. It's basically, uh, it's released everywhere. PS4, Xbox, um, Switch, and uh, PC. I'm playing it on PC. I'm playing the Steam version. The entire soundtrack was composed by David Fenn. And I looked up his name. I found his Bandcamp, And it looks like he's composed music for four games. So we have Telepaint. We have Leaf Me Alone, L-E-A-F, Leaf Me Alone. Titan Souls, which I have heard of and I actually have played before. And Moonlighter. There's only four games that he's worked on. He's based out of Manchester, England. Um, 
The entire soundtrack to Moonlighter is great, dude. Like, I really enjoy the soundtrack. And Moonlighter is a fun game. It's a roguelike game, very much inspired by, like, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. You go into these dungeons. You are... You know, they're, they're randomly generated, so they're different every time you go in, but you're going in, you're looking for materials. What you find, you take back to your shop and you sell. And that's the whole point of the game. I've been having a blast playing this game. I really enjoy it, but it helps that the music is so good. I love this track, though. Uh, I like the way that it builds up throughout. Um, you know, just the whole, like I said, this whole soundtrack has this ambiance about it and this whole mysterious aura about it. I'm really curious to see what Moonlighter is going to be like towards the end of the game because the soundtrack has, like I said, has this spooky vibe to it. So it, I don't know if it's kind of like foreshadowing something or, you know, if something's going to happen, but I really am digging this game, dude. I, I'm really having a blast and it helps that the soundtrack is so stellar. I'm really enjoying it. So... I can't wait to try this game on my stuff. Uh, it's on my short list of things to get. Mm-hmm. It should be. You should have already bought it. Hey, I have, I have a very Italian disease. It's called Funzolo, okay? Yeah, you keep talking about that fictional thing. You keep talking about that fictional thing. Yeah, you, should, you should sympathize with me. You, you know the struggle. Well, I, I, I know the struggle of being broke. At least you have money. That's, 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 no, that's it. My funds are low. Uh, no, you have, you have money. <laughs> You have funds high, that new disease that the World Health Organization yeah, is putting in their classification next year. Right next to gaming machine. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I picked all over the place for uh, my radio hours. So I got some indie games in here, got some big hitters. But I want to take you something that truly touches me deep down inside because I'm starving. Okay. This is the cave theme from McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Enjoy. Treasure Land Adventures for the Sega Genesis, um, composed by Katsuhiko Suzuki. Um, also did a couple other games you may know, uh, Dynamite Heady. Okay. And uh, Guardian Heroes. Okay. I've heard uh, of that. I've never played that one. Um, he also did uh, Twin B3, but not, he, was, he, he was an actual composer for that. What he's most known for is the Papa Music games, the, the Konami line of Papa Music games. Okay. If you're familiar with those. No, not really. Uh, they're rhythm games. Okay. A lot, lot, lot of pop songs in general, just not, not, nothing, nothing like great, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, this McDonald's game is actually a pretty fun game. Did you own uh, this or did you just rent it? I rented this game. Okay. Uh, I, I've, I've seen this game in local rental stores back in the day, but I never picked this one up. It didn't seem like something I would enjoy. 
it's part platformer and there's also like a, like a columns game in between uh, level mm -hmm. like, like, like where you earn like your power-ups and stuff uh critic review it's a 73 out of 100 so it's that's not a bad game not a bad game just yeah it's just that's average that's not terrible yeah it's not bad um it's kind of crazy you play as ronald mcdonald you have your little magic scarf you throw it out it's it's not a bad game it really it's really not a bad game it's okay of, of the uh the promotional video games that i've played this is one of the better ones you know this is better than yo noid this is better than cool spot <laughs> i like yo noid dude that's a good game i enjoyed that one not, not, not saying they're bad games you know, yeah but like, as far as i, like, enjoy, I enjoyed that one games this, this is a pretty good one and uh I want to talk about the music though because <laughs> when uh, when when I was very listening Konami. to that, well, it is very Konami. But when I was listening to that, I don't think Konami ever developed a James Bond game. And when I heard that opening, like couple opening lines there, opening bars of the track, I was like, "Wow, this sounds like it could be the opening of a James Bond video game." And I think that's interesting because, I, like I said, I don't think Konami ever had anything to do with the James Bond license for video games, but. This was released at a time before the James Bond games really became popular on yeah. consoles. Obviously, you know, Goldeneye ushered that in on the uh, N64. And then we just got a ton ever since then. There were some that we played during the James Bond episode, like on the Amiga, you know, on the on the MS-DOS, that kind of stuff that were pretty good in terms of music. But I don't know, man, this just gave me huge James Bond vibes. So I'd be curious to know if they were if, if, uh, if, the, if the composer yeah. was inspired by that or not before he, uh, you know, before he sat down to do this. So I'll have to listen to the rest of the soundtrack and see if it sounds similar, because that would be um, that would be kind of cool if it actually was somewhat tied to that. But I like the track, dude. It, it was it was a really, you know, a very upbeat, very different. I wasn't expecting that from a McDonald's game. I'll say that much. So. It's it's just it's very out of place, and this game itself is very out of place in a world of good video games. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's go into my next pick then, and I wanna I wanna take it down here for a minute because something happened between the last time we recorded Radio Hour and this Radio Hour. So I wanna do a tribute because a we lost a very special member of the gaming industry, uh, Mr. John Bain, otherwise known as Total Biscuit. He passed away uh, from his cancer from, it was, um, what was it, uh, collectoral cancer, the colon cancer, basically. And he passed away on May 24th of this year at the young age of 33. And it was a big deal, obviously, you know, the uh, the Cynical Brit podcast. Um, he's did a lot of good things in terms of the, uh, the gaming industry and, and basically content creation for gaming. But I started watching him back in the day when he got started from his World of Warcraft videos. I mean, obviously, he is he, he was basically a, a Blizzard guy. Uh, he, he was a professional shoutcaster for StarCraft 2. So, I mean, you know, he, he was basically a Blizzard guy through and through. And uh, really, he got started from 2005 to 2010. He ran World of Warcraft Radio, which is a popular World of Warcraft fan radio station that, uh, that Blizzard Entertainment actually officially recognized. So it was cool because he was always invited to BlizzCon events starting in 2005. He was always there. He actually met his wife, Jenna, at a BlizzCon event. So it was it was really cool. So he was basically a Blizzard guy through and through. So I wanted to send this tribute out to him, his family and friends. Um, I want to play a track specifically dedicated to him from World of Warcraft. The track is Night Song.
that was Night Song from World of Warcraft, and more specifically from the Cataclysm expansion pack, again dedicated to Total Biscuit John Bain, who passed away this past month in May. Uh, that was composed by Neil Acree, and the vocals were done by Lori Ann House. So let's talk Neil Acree for a second. He is a major American composer of film, TV, and video games. Uh, he has composed more than 30 feature films. So let's take a look and see what he's done here, because a name I'm really not familiar with. So it looks like his first movie was in 2000 with Militia. I'm going to crawl through this and see if there's any big movies that stick out to me. Um, no, no, there's not. Stargate, the Ark of Truth, maybe? Stargate, Continuum. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing big for films. Uh, in terms of TV, at least that I know, there might be some big ones in there that I don't know. In terms of TV, uh, TV, in terms of TV music, he did the uh, soundtracks for Stargate Universe, Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, and Sanctuary, which I am familiar with all four of those. I've seen those. Yeah. Uh, video game music, his first composition was in 2006. He did the opening cinematic music for World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade. He also did the opening cinematic music for uh, Wrath of the Lich King in 2008. He worked on StarCraft II Wings of Liberty in 2010 alongside Cataclysm in 2010. He did music for Diablo 3 in 2012, Mist and Pandaria in 2012, uh, StarCraft II Heart of the Swarm in 2013, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls in 2014. Uh, World of Warcraft Warlords and Draenor in 2014, uh, Revolution Online in 2015, which he ended up winning the best video game score for from the Movie Music UK Awards, as well as the best interactive game score from the Real Music Awards in 2015. So apparently that soundtrack's really good. I'm going to listen to that one. Uh, he did StarCraft II Legacy of the Void in 2015, Overwatch in 2016, and Legion in 2016. So he's one of Blizzard's main composers, basically. Uh, there's a couple composers that Blizzard has alongside him, Russell Brower and several others, but he's he's obviously one of the main Blizzard composers. It's a beautiful song. Uh, again, this track was introduced, which is why I picked it for the tribute. It was introduced in the Cataclysm expansion, and it basically is a recurring Darnassian song, which typically will play during heavy cutscenes or battles involving the Night Elves. Darnassus is the home of the Night Elves. But I do want to read the lyrics here. So if we talk about the Darnassian lyrics, which is an actual legit, you know, language in World of Warcraft, Darnassian is, is spoken by the Night Elves, but the, the lyrics go, Nordrasil, Zinashari, Keldurai, Nordrasil, Alunadore, Alunadore, Nordrasil, Alun, Zinashari, Zinashari, Adore. Translated to English, that means crown of the heavens, glory of Ashara, Children of noble birth, crown of the heavens, Alun be with you, Alun be with you, crown of the heavens, Alun, glory of Ashara, glory of Ashara, be with you. So those are basically the lyrics that you heard throughout the uh, the track there. Um, again, I, I obviously I'm a huge fan of Warcraft. I'm a huge fan of the music. And you you had mentioned to me when we we're listening to it, you asked if it was a, a funeral theme. And while it isn't, it could easily be applied to that, which is why I picked that specific track for, you know, to, to send that tribute out to uh, to Mr. Total Biscuit, John Bain, because he will be sorely missed in the uh, in, in the industry. You know, he will he will yes, definitely he will. be missed. So I, I wanted to actually, you know, I, I wish that I would, I would have been able to because the episode came out after he passed away last May, Radio R Volume 11, but we had already recorded it by the time we knew. So I wasn't able to go back and change it. So I wanted to make sure that I got it in this episode for sure. Boy. Um, my next pick, I'm picking a game that me and Brian are actually kind of excited. It's coming out on the Switch. It's already out on PC. Um, we heard a trailer for it and we were hooked. 
This is Train of Thoughts from Figment. train of thoughts from figments um so figment is a action adventure game um that's definitely filled with music as you heard uh, humor and uh a narrative that has to do with exploring the mind exploring um, the, the, the through, nightmares of the mind the nightmares exactly, of the mind you're, you're, you're going through all the corners of the mind and you're facing nightmares because your whole the whole point of the game is to restore courage the courage has been lost okay um, so this track right here, Train of Thoughts, is the music that plays while you're traversing through different sections of the mind. Okay. And, and the entire soundtrack was all composed by the same person, us. He's a he's, a, he's on Bandcamp, his name is Stosh Snack. He's from Albert, Denmark. Okay. Uh, he said he's a punk rocker at heart and spirit. And if you listen <laughs> to the soundtrack, the art... There are some tracks that have a bit of a punk rock feel to them. Yeah. But the entire the soundtrack on its entirety is a lot like this. It's a lot of diving through your nightmares and your fears and the sections of your mind. Yeah, it's, it's cool song. because it's 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 it's, it's kind of it has that eerie, spooky feel to it, but it also has that whimsical feel to it as well. And I really exactly. really like that about it. And while I haven't played the game yet, uh, I, I have I have recently purchased it. I have as well. I, I, yeah, I bought it on the Steam Summer um, Sale as well. I do believe that the bosses, like the major bosses, sing to you very much akin oh to the Oh my god, is that true? Um, because there were at least five or six lyrical versions, and with, with, with lyrics that I would not play on Radio Hour because I have uh, a sense of decorum. Are they bad? Uh, not, not vile, but like gross and depressing, and I didn't wow. want to okay. bring us down. Okay, I really liked the track that was played during the trailer that we watched on a recent reaction video on our YouTube was, channel. There, there, are, there, are some, there, are, there are some upbeat songs over there. Yeah, the okay. Uh, that, that one's actually pretty, quite beautiful. I, it was my second choice here, but I want to kind of get something a little... Whimsical. No, no, I, I, like I said, I'm glad you picked this one. It, it has definitely 
obviously you can tell this is this this person could potentially be inspired by Danny Elfman because you can definitely hear the inspiration of, of that in in the music. But um, I, I really like this, dude. I really like this, and I, I bought the same version you did, the deluxe edition that came with the soundtrack. So I, I haven't had a chance to listen to the entire soundtrack yet, but I, I will finish listening to the soundtrack in the future. It's fantastic. It's good stuff. I, I highly recommend it. If like I said, if you're on Steam uh, for eleven eighty eight until the summer sale ends, yeah, get the soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally, totally worth it. Not, not, not a sponsor yet. Steam, probably never will be. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, dude. Let's go ahead and move into the uh, listener submission for the week, or for the month. We don't. This isn't a weekly thing. So we got the, for the uh, year for the for the year, son. No, we got the listener submission for this episode of Radio Hour, uh, and this one came to us through email, as they usually tend to do. So if you are, if you do want to contact the show, feel free to send an email bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We're always taking additional requests for radio hours. We're taking requests for themed episodes, and we definitely need requests for the upcoming one year anniversary episode I wanted to have a couple tracks in there from from the listeners so uh, you know if you haven't submitted a track yet feel free to do so bgmania at leveldowngames.com this one came to us again through email from Jackson said hey guys huge fan of the show so I wanted to submit a track for an upcoming episode of Radio Hour hopefully you're able to use it one of my all time favorite composers is Koji Kondo choice so i wanted to pick a track from a game that i don't believe you guys have done yet on the show but i could be wrong super mario world 2 yoshi's island have we done that one before i don't think we have i don't think we have I played anything we from, that one yeah i don't think we have played anything from yoshi's island so the track that he submitted from yoshi's island is the flower garden <laughs> And that was Flower Garden from Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island submitted to us this week or this month from uh, Jackson. So thanks for the pick. I obviously I, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that track. I really enjoy that game. I'm surprised, we I'm surprised we didn't pick anything on this game. Maybe because it just wasn't mainline. Yeah, well, it's definitely I mean, it, it's called Super Mario World 2, but it's never been looked at as like a mainline Mario game just because you obviously are playing as Yoshi and Mario isn't the game Baby Mario, but uh, it, it was never really a mainline Mario game in my opinion. Some people might consider it mainline, but uh, that's why we didn't do it in our um, series episodes when we were looking at the Mario games. I always figured we'd go back and do a, a, you know, a special look at this game because the soundtrack is fantastic, so I am glad that he submitted this track, and I, I feel like Flower Garden is definitely the most well-known track from Super Mario World 2. Uh, 
it's a fantastic piece of music. I'll say that much. Oh yeah, as soon as it kicked in, I was like, okay, I know this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I know I, it by, by title, but I know by yeah. Obviously, we know Koji Kondo. Um, this was released on the Super Nintendo in North America, October 1995. No actual specific day exists. I mean, they, they, there was no date that shows here on the Wikipedia page of when actual it released, just October 95. Uh, the game was received very well, dude. Like, it got great reviews across the board. It's sitting at a 91 out of 100 on Metacritic for everyone that they were able to compile the reviews for. So, uh, it was a fantastic game. <laughs> the only annoying part was Baby Mario's Cry. I mean, in all honesty, that was pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty rough to listen to. But, um... Seriously, dude, this is so good. This is so freaking good. I spent so much time playing this game back in the day on the SNES, and there's just something about this piece of music, and it just, it, it makes me happy. This piece of music right here makes me happy. So, obviously, you know, we are going to do a deep dive composer episode on Koji Kondo in the future. I don't think we have it scheduled for 2018, but we will do that eventually. Uh, it's going to be tough to do because we're going to have to go more obscure for Koji just because we played a lot of his stuff already in the Mario series episodes, the uh, Zelda series episodes, and some of these radio hours. So we're definitely going to get more obscure with the Koji Kondo picks that we do. Uh, but we will do a deep dive on him in the future because he absolutely deserves it. Obviously, he's one of the greatest composers of all time. Um, I'm, I'm with Jackson, dude. Koji Kondo is up there in my, in my top, in my top. He's definitely top five for me. One, 100%. Yeah, he's definitely top five. I mean, uh, my, my top five is easily Koji Kondo, Yuzo Koshiro, Nobu Yamatsu. Well, that's my top three, probably. I'd have to figure out who number four and five are. So. Tommy Tallarico and Mike Moraski. Done. Uh, not for me. Not for me. I actually don't know who I'd put number four and five. Uh, tempted to put Shoji Magero up there in the top five, but I don't know if I would. I, I he might just miss out on that, like number six or something. I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to see. Same thing with Yoko Shimomura. It's, it's, I would be it's, tempted it's, it's to put her top ranking, five. It's hard ranking music because it's yeah, it's hard to rank composers because the music. You know, it's. I would be tempted to put Yoko Shimomura top five, but I don't know if I would. Um, again, might just miss out. You know who I probably would put top five? Grant Kirkhope. I probably put him in the top five. Yeah. Um. Uh, man, that, that's tough, dude. I, it's, it, it would be tough for me to sit down and actually do a top five for, for composers. Just because obviously my top three are definitely Nobu Yamatsu, Koji Kondo, and Yuzo Koshiro. Um, not in that order, but it, it'd be tough to do a top five. So, But no, obviously appreciate the submissions. Like I said, BGmania at leveldowngames.com. We're always looking for more fan submissions for upcoming radio hours, for upcoming themed episodes, and our one-year anniversary episode, which we are going to be recording this next week. So submit these tracks in, get it to us, and we'll definitely get as many of them played as we can. But uh, that's going to take us to my next pick again, I guess, huh? I guess it's my turn again to go. And... Yeah. <sighs> What do I want to go to next? I got three tracks left. You know what? I'm going to go to a game that is a visual novel, but it's one that I have yet to play. And it is one that I really want to play in all honesty because it looks great and it sounds great. And it's actually been voted as having one of the best soundtracks for a video game. And it was announced during Limited Run Games' E3 2018 press conference as getting a physical release on the PlayStation Vita later this year. So we're going to go to the house in Feta Morgana. The track is Tarantula.
And that was Tarantula from the house in Feta Morgana. This was released Japan only on PC December 31st, 2012. Um, it came out worldwide on PC May 13th, 2016. It was later released on iOS in Japan May 16th, 2014, on Nintendo 3DS in Japan July 27th, 2016, and then on the PlayStation Vita March 16th, 2017 over in Japan. So the only way you're able to play it right now in English is the PC version that's available on Steam, which was again released May 13th, 2016. Uh, limited run games, as I did mention before we listened to that, they did announce a physical edition will be released for the Vita sometime at the beginning of quarter one, 2019. So um, very weird, very, I don't know. It, it feels it, it's a tw- like a twisted, weird story going on here. And the music represents that. But what's crazy is that the game itself is extremely highly rated so back in 2016 hardcore gamer actually had this game as the runner-up for the best story of 2016 when they did their awards oh, wow um it's currently sitting at a 9 out of 10 on steam hardcore gamer itself gave it a 5.5 out of 5 um it like i said it's definitely ranked extremely high up there right now it's actually on sale right now on the summer sale for uh for steam it's uh 12.49 so it's actually it's not it's not too expensive to pick up right now um But yeah, dude, this is a very weird game. And it was composed by a composer that goes by the name of Malakin. That's M-E-L-L-O-K apostrophe N. Searching that through Google, I have no idea who this person is. I have no idea the actual name. And the only... You have to to Google an orcish. The the only game that is credited under that name is the house in Feta Morgana. So we have no idea who composed this game besides the uh, what's actually listed is, which is Malakin, which is how I would say that. I don't know if I'm actually pronouncing it right or not. Um, but it's interesting, though, just because, like I said, it's it's a very it's a dark game and it's a dark soundtrack sounding thing. And I actually found some potential tracks that I want to play from this game for the uh, upcoming Halloween episodes. I, I feel like there's a couple that will work out really well for it. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's sitting at uh, an average user score on Metacritic 8.8. So it's definitely a very highly rated game, um, and it seems, I don't know, it seems good. I i didn't realize it was on sale until I researched it while we were listening to it on the summer sale, so I might actually pick it up there for twelve fifty. But at the same time, I kind of want to own the physical copy of it when it comes out next year, so I might wait for that. Just like how I'm, I'm going to pick up uh, Ukulele physically on the uh, Switch when Limited Run releases it later this year, so... I don't know. I like what Limited Run does, but just something do. about it's the soundtrack. Such a, such a cool idea for them to do those things, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's just something about this soundtrack that, uh, dude, it's just spectacular. Like, I highly recommend checking it out. It's highly regarded as one of the uh, one of the best soundtracks from 2016. So, And it's very gothic. It's very dark. So, Yes, in fact, the singer sounded a little tone-deaf towards the end, and I'm wondering if that's part of the aesthetic to it the could, uh, Yeah, it could, be, it could be meant to up the weirdness or the, the creep factor, you know what I mean? So... Who knows? Just like listening to a Bjork song. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> For my next pick, I'm picking a song from a composer who I feel like we've done before, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. This is from Soul Blade, or probably known as Soul Calibur 1. This is In the Name of Father.
And that was In the Name of Father from Soul Edge or Soul Calibur 1, as some people may call it. The true uh, name, Soul Calibur 1. It's technically Soul Edge. Uh, <laughs> came out in 97 here in the US, 96 in Japan. Mm-hmm. January 97 for us, though, in December for them. So that, that's pretty close together. Yeah, it wasn't actually too uh, far off. Love this series. Uh, this is actually composed by Akitaka Toyama. Uh, he did music for Ace Combat and God's Eater, uh, but he also did all the Katamari music, so Katamari Damacy, Katamari Forever. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've played, we played a few, uh, at least one of his tracks before, so. Uh, he's the main composer of uh, Soul Edge, Wheel of Katamari, Tekken 6 and 7. Okay. Oh, he did the Tekken games, too. Okay, cool. Yes. Or a couple of them. Uh, uh, this song right here is actually Nightmare's theme. I love these games. Uh, we have tech, we have a Soul Calibur six coming out soon. Yeah, October nineteenth. October nineteenth. Uh, I can't wait. We're definitely picking um, that up, dude. We we I I am going to destroy you. You are going to try and throw this game away when you realize how great <laughs> I am. This. You Nightmare's your character, isn't it? Nice for one of your mains. Nightmare's, Nightmare's one of my mains. Uh, I'm pretty sick with Mitsurugi. Uh, unless you're a good Valdo. I'm also really good with uh, Lizard Man. You know who I'm good with? Geralt. He's not even in the game yet, but I'm good with him. And The Witcher, oh, th- and the Witcher, and the Witcher three. <laughs> I already told you, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to master Geralt. Like I want to make him my main character. So I want to try to master Geralt because The Witcher three is so good. So I love that he's in this. I just hope he has two swords. That's all. I'm, that's all I ask for. I yeah, that'd be cool. I hope. Uh, I hope you can summon Yennefer or Triss to like help out or distract the enemies. There's no summons in Soul Calibur. Come there on, will Ryan. be in six. Geralt's gonna have the first. He's gonna summon Triss and Yennefer, and they're gonna distract the enemies by being beautiful. I'm okay with that, actually. <laughs> it'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. Uh, uh, now, now that if, if, if CD Projekt Red was behind it, I could totally see them doing that because they are very, uh, very humorous like that. But I mean, the sex scene between Geralt and Yennefer in, in The Witcher Three is absurd. Go check out our top ten sex videos on uh, on YouTube. It's absurd. But uh, I yeah, just wonder, I just wonder if we're gonna have just the one guest character, or if we're gonna get someone else. I think we're just gonna have the one. I don't know, and I, I don't I don't think we're gonna have any console specific exclusives this time around. And I, the I'm, fine with just, I'm fine with just Geralt, to be honest. Yeah, no. Geralt. No, Geralt. <laughs> Gerald. Gerald. Yes, it's Geraldo of Rivera. Geralt. Geralt of Rivia. Uh, I would be okay with, like, another guest character, maybe Shaq Fu. Oh my god, can you imagine if Shaquille O'Neal is in the game? As long as he raps as his weapon, or Coolio. I was going to say, can, can Shaquille O'Neal be the official rapper of Level Down Games and BG Mania? I may let Kazam rap on this channel, yes. <laughs> uh, it's just unfortunate that it's not coming to the Switch, because that means we won't get Link as a guest character. And I mean, that was the best character in Soul Calibur 2. I was good with Link in Soul Calibur 2. I'm sure you were, too. Absolutely. I. He's, I one, of the, he's, just... he's one of the main characters I played as, one of the only characters I played as in Soul Calibur 2. I loved actually using the joke weapon, which was the uh, the bug catching net. Oh yeah, can you imagine if they put the Animal so Crossing just, villager as a character? 
And you had to fight with a bug catching net or a fishing pole or a golden shovel? Oh, you'd die. <laughs> Tom Nook. He's your next character in Soul Calibur 6. Great piece of music, yeah, though, dude. Very epic feeling. Very epic feeling. Every time I hear this, it just instantly takes me back to playing this in the arcade. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... God, God, God I love Soul Edge. Well, I, I played it when it came to the Dreamcast, so that's when I first played Soul Calibur, the first one. I didn't play it in the actual arcades. Uh, any... We didn't have too many arcades around me. All I had was Kahunaville, and they didn't have a they didn't have a Soul Calibur or Soul Edge arcade cabinet. So, um, Kahunaville. I wonder if that's still a thing. Probably not. They probably shut down a long time ago. But yeah, no, I don't know. A good track. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Thank you, thank you. Well, next for me. We'll go ahead Brian. and move to my next pick, and I'm gonna go to a game that I have played before on a previous episode of a Radio Hour. I forget what volume Ooh. it was. It was it was one of the early uh, one of the early volumes to Radio Hour. So we're gonna go back to a game that uh, is very good, and I'm very disappointed you haven't played yet because there's a sequel coming out next year. And that's Ori and the Blind Forest. Let's take a listen to the Light of Nibble. was The Light of Nibble from Ori and the Blind Forest. Again, we played a track from this one before, uh, one in the previous episode of Radar in the early editions. But uh, Ori released on March 11th, 2015. It's available on PC and Xbox One. Another game that's currently on sale during the Steam, the, the Steam Summer Sales. 10 bucks, Normally $20. Totally worth it. 
Um, it was composed by Gareth Coker. Obviously, we mentioned him because we've played music from Ori and the Blind Forest before. But uh, if you aren't, if you don't remember, he did do some music for the Chinese mythology edition of Minecraft, the Xbox One edition of Minecraft. He did some of the soundtrack for Ark Survival Evolved, uh, Primal Carnage, The Mean Greens, and obviously Ori and the Blind Forest. And he is working on um, a game called The Unspoken coming soon, it says. So um, it doesn't say if he's working on the uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, though. I'm not sure. The vocals of that I, track. I, I was in my question. Yeah, I don't. it doesn't say. At least his website doesn't say. Uh, let me see if his... Let me see if the Wikipedia page for him actually says that or not, because um, does he have a Wikipedia page? He's got a Bandcamp. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps E3 trailer music. I'm assuming he is because he did the he did the music for the E3 2018 okay. trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So I'm assuming he is working on that one as well. It just doesn't. It's not listed on his actual website, which is where I was pulling the information from. The uh, the vocals of that track were done by uh, Ariel. I'm assuming that's how you say her first name uh, or Arali, potentially that Arali Brighton. Uh, she is a, according to IMDb, a dynamic award winning recording artist and voiceover talent known throughout the video gaming and soundtrack industries, most widely known for her contributions to the BAFTA and Interactive Academy award winning universally acclaimed video game or in the blind forest. So <laughs> it's the most well known thing that she's done. But she was also in the Jungle Book, the, the recent Jungle Book from 2016. She was in uh, Lawbreakers, that game that recently shut down not too long ago. Um, yeah, she's just kind of all around in terms of the uh, vocals and video game voiceovers and that kind of stuff. So pretty cool. Uh, great piece of music, though. Very emotional. The game's emotional itself. Like, it's it's a definitely a very, very emotional story that's being told through you. And the soundtrack definitely reflects that. And that's why I'm so drawn to it. Like, I knew I wanted to play another track from Ori just because we did see Will of the Wisps at E3 recently. And it, that game's been on my mind. And actually, I'm considering going back and playing through Blind Forest again sometime soon just because I'm itching to play that game again. Um, the way that the soundtrack is used, it's one of those things that the soundtrack is used intuitively while playing the game to where the music is actually synced up somewhat with the game that you're doing. It's, it's one of those types of things where they just okay. they go so well together. They go so well together. And I just really like it. And like I said, it's a Metroidvania that I'm surprised you haven't played because it's totally your genre. It's, it's This game is right up your alley. I just can't believe you haven't bit the bullet to actually get this game yet. I'm cheap. What can I say? Ten bucks. That's minutes of work. Um, Ten bucks. It's less than an hour's worth of work for you. It's minutes of work. Uh, yeah, basically, it basically <laughs> is just minutes of work. Freaking loaded over there. Freaking loaded. What can I say? I'll tell you with, a game that I do with, have the money to buy. With food. Brian. <laughs> Brian. No fat jokes, okay? <laughs> I had to get one in. Okay, that's not nice. I have feelings. Don't be a bully, be a star. I had to, um, I, I had to get one in. It's, it wouldn't be an episode without it. It's or, an audio podcast. You don't have to make fat jokes. They can't see me. They can sense it. You can hear me eating a cheeseburger in the background. <laughs> they can hear the microwave beeping in the background. You, Brian. Or a booty hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to go to one of my favorite composers from one of my favorite games of all time right now. We're going to reconstruct a little more science. This is Reconstructing More Science from Portal 2.
that was reconstructing more science from Portal 2. Um, Portal 2 is a puzzle game. No, let me stop. I, I've talked too much about Portal 2 uh, across all of our uh, BG Mania. This is probably one of my favorite puzzle games of all time. Mm-hmm. I talk about Mike Moraski all the time. The man's a genius. That was a great piece of music. I really like that. It was definitely... Oh, man, it was very obviously portal is a very sci-fi game but that track right there i think more so than anything you've ever played had had the most sci-fi feeling to it from portal 2 is what i'm I saying mean, just to start up the start the start feel alone sounded very stranger things do you know that kind of deal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get that i can feel that for sure yep. and, 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 and then it goes some pure mathematical goodness with its i guess that's considered house or dubstep or techno i don't know I'm not a musical genius. Trance? Would it be considered trance? I don't know. Okay. Trance. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, re- is- I'm not really sure. I, I mean, it definitely could be house, but I mean, I'm getting a trance vibe from it. Too. I don't know. I don't really know what differentiates those types of different genres. So I don't know. Uh, this is one of my jams. I actually have this entire soundtrack, which is a three or four CD soundtrack. Mm-hmm. All on my iPod now. So uh, and I listen to this on the regs. Nice. Uh, because it is the best soundtrack for the best game, the most luxurious game ever made. It definitely which I just bought, which, which I just bought for like the third time because Steam was having a sale. <laughs> yeah. I guess it does. And just you played a lot from Portal Two, but that one there definitely had the. And I know it's a it's a very sci-fi game, but that one definitely felt like that track felt the most sci-fi that I think you've ever played on the show so far. And I'm sure there are other tracks that you just haven't played that have very similar feelings, but you just haven't played one of those yet. So that was di- different. I like that. I like that a lot. That one was cool. I like to keep I like to keep it 100, as the kids say. I don't think um, anyone really says that anymore, but I don't know. I think that might just be an old man. I'll bet it's be an old man trying to sound cool. You kids with your your millennials with your <laughs> razor scooters and your razor phones. <laughs> the, the razor flip phones. Yes. From back in uh, 2007, 2006. Was it 2006? It was 2006. Yeah. You kids watching your fuller houses and your step by steps. I don't know. I got nothing. Girl meets world. There you go. <laughs> In my day, boy met world. That's all we needed. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move into Jessica's pick for this episode of Radio Hour. And she picked something that I think you are going to greatly enjoy. So uh, let's kick it over to Jessica and hear what she has to say. Hey, everyone. Once again, Jessica here with Level Down Games. This time I decided to go a little bit back um, old school to the Dreamcast. I chose to do Sonic. Uh, it's Sonic Adventures DX. It's on the uh, Dreamcast. It was my personal favorite one, the one I have the most memories of. Um, as I was going through the soundtrack, I went through this one, which was the Windy Valley, and it definitely brought back my nostalgia towards the game and my love for it, so I decided to choose it. Um, hope you guys enjoy.
And that was Windy Valley from Sonic Adventure. I guess no matter how you look at that, it was either released on the uh, the Dreamcast or the Nintendo GameCube as the DX version. Which version did you play? Uh, the uh, GameCube version. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I played this originally on the Dreamcast. It released December 23rd, 1998 um, in Japan. N- North America was September 9th, 1999, the same day as uh, 9999, you know, the same day the Dreamcast came out. And then it would be eventually ported over to the GameCube on June 17th, 2003, just four years later. I owned both versions. <laughs> So I bought both. I had both Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 on the Dreamcast, and then I had the uh, the ports when they released on the uh, the GameCube. So I had both versions of of both games. Uh, absolutely loved these games. Obviously, a lot of people they weren't huge fans of these games, even though they were received pretty well. But there were a lot of people out there that uh, that didn't really appreciate the Sonic Adventure games. I really? am, yeah, there are if you look it up. <laughs> I'm I'm I am one of a different mind. I enjoy these games a lot. I really enjoy these games. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, if you actually look it up, there's quite a few people out there that were uh, not too pleased with the direction that Sonic went with these games. So um, it kind of sucks because they were good games. But uh, as always, thank you to Jessica for another great pick here on Radio R for BG Mania. Uh, she's going to have a couple tracks for our anniversary episode, so that'll be fun to see what she comes up nice. with for that. But yeah, obviously, I, I kind of wish they would go back to Sonic Adventure at some point in the future. Um, in terms of composers, the game was actually composed by four people. I'm not sure which person actually was responsible for Windy Valley. But we got Jun Sanoi, we got Fumi Kamatani, Kenichi Takoi, and Masaru Setsumaru. So those were the actual four composers for Sonic Adventure. And uh, it is a great soundtrack. You've played something from Adventure 2 before, so... I have, yes. Yeah, you've actually played something from Sonic Adventure 2 before. We've actually played... These are, these are great these are, these are great games. I'm surprised that they're not bigger than they should be. Yeah, 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 I know for sure. Um, like you said, it was uh, just... A lot of people were kind of wanting Sonic to stay the way that it always had been before before these two games. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of get that feeling. But uh, I really do think that these games, they were critically well-received. But it was fans of the actual Sonic franchise that... Um, that weren't too excited about these ones, so. But unfortunately, we're done on our last two tracks for the episode already. So I got one left and you got one left. So I guess we'll do mine first because you do get to close out the show. So we're going to move right. to a we're going to move to a track that that's from a game I've been playing a lot of the past couple days. Give you an idea what that is. You might know already if you listen to max level. So from, yeah, there you go. From The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 2, let's go ahead and take a listen to the battle music. This one is titled Hated Mind.
that was Heated Mind from The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 2. Again, that's the battle music. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel 2 was released on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita in Japan on September 25th, 2014. It would eventually see release here in North America on September 6th, 2016. It just released on PC Worldwide February 14th, 2018. And like I said, it is out in uh, Japan on PS4. It released April 26th, 2018 over in Japan, both Cold Steel 1 and Cold Steel 2. And there's a rumor that might, that these are uh, coming over to North America as well on PS4. Um, composed by the same two gentlemen we always talk about when we play music from uh, the Trails of Cold Steel games, Hayoto Sonoda and Takahiro Unisuga. Um, Hayoto Sonoda, both gentlemen are part of the um, the Falcom Sound Team JDK. You know the actual composers that consist of all the uh, Falcom games. But uh, speaking to these two specifically, Hiyoto Sonoda, he is most known for doing music for The Legend of Heroes 5, Ease 1 and 2, The Legend of Heroes 4, Zwei, which I still need to play. I have both Zwei games on Steam. I just need to play those games. Uh, Legend of Heroes 6, which was Sora no Kiseki, um, and then everything since then. Uh, He worked on every single E's, every single Legend of Heroes games. He's pretty much been involved with everything since he started with Neon Falcon back in 1997, uh, which I think is kind of... The, like just how it goes over there. Once you get hired on at the sound team, you pretty much work on every single game. Uh, the same can be said for uh, Takahiro Unasuga. Started in 2005 with Xanadu Next and has been involved with every single game they put out since then. So, pretty cool. But obviously, I really enjoy these games. We actually just played a Falcom uh, title last week with Ease 1 and 2, the one that was uh, composed by Yuzo Koshiro, who got, you know, a big start with um, Nihon Falcom as well. So, really cool. I obviously I love, love what they do. I love whenever you pick these songs, too. Oh, dude, it's just, they're so good, man. And they're just, if they're not epic, then they're beautiful. If they're not epic or beautiful, then they're touching. Just, just they, I don't know what they do over there. The Falcom Sound Team JDK, they've got to be the best in the biz when it comes to creating music that just really speaks to the soul. So, as a collective unit, all those people that work there under the sound team just work really well together, and they make some of the best music for video games, and it's just, dude, just, it's not the last track I'm going to play from Cold Steel 2. Um, I've already heard several others that I would like to explore. I'm trying to see if I could fit them in and feature themed episodes, or obviously other editions of Radio Hour. Possibly, I might play something for the uh, anniversary episode, or, you know, Halloween music, Christmas music, whatever the case may be. But uh, I, I just, I love, like, the same thing with uh, Tokyo Xanadu, which had so much great music that I saved a lot of the tracks to potentially try and fit in at later points in episodes. But, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm always so impressed, man. And it's, it helps make the games just flow better in my opinion like when this epic music just kicks in and just oh, dude i just don't know how to describe it but i just wish that uh no. i just wish that we would get news music on cold steel 3 music can make a game yeah you know, like, th- th- think of tony hawk's pro skater 2 sure sure what you think about is that soundtrack yeah it's a licensed soundtrack but i mean that that, that soundtrack still, definitely uh, made the like, game to close it out, I'm actually going to go with another another thing where the music definitely helped build the game and the world mm-hmm. around it. Yeah, for sure. Um, composed by Jeremy Sole, who um, did music for Warhammer and Dead Rising, did the Metal Gear Peace Walker, uh, and most famously, of course, he does the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's uh, pretty much so done he, a lot of stuff for Elder Scrolls, so... So I'm going to be picking... Uh, the Narrabar Rising from Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. I'm not picking this because we know that 
Elder Scrolls 6. It's, it's, it's close. It's on the horizon. It's 20, 22, 23. So, it's so close. What, what, what's going to happen first? Are we going to run out of ideas for future BG Mania episodes, which take us to 2025? Or is Elder Scrolls 6 going to release first? What's going to happen first? My money is on us, I, running, on us running out of episodes for BG Mania. I will make the bold prediction okay. that Elder Scrolls 6 will come out before Final Fantasy 7 Remake comes out. You're insane. Final Fantasy 7 Remake will release before Elder Scrolls 6. I'd even be willing to say if Final Fantasy 7 is episodic in nature at this point still, that all episodes of Final Fantasy 7 will release before Elder Scrolls 6. I'd be willing to say that. Because I feel like if Final Fantasy 7 Remake is episodic, it'll be three episodes because there was three discs, which means that if the first episode is 2019, like is rumored because the, supposedly the development is going a lot better than we thought, that would put out the last episode in, say, 2023, if they are two years apart. More realistically, they're one year apart, but if they're two years apart, 2023. Elder Scrolls Six at earliest, is a 2023 title. More realistically, 2024, so. Work faster, Bethesda. Um... <laughs> so I would say that uh, if it is episodic, all episodes of Final Fantasy VII before Elder Scrolls VI. If it's not episodic, the game, Final Fantasy VII remake is like 2021, still before Elder Scrolls VI. So. We'll see. Time will, time will tell, but yes. I'd like to close this out with a nice, sweet Nerevar Rising from Morrowind. Which basically is the main theme of Elder Scrolls, just with a different damn name. <laughs> Gusty enough, however you like. It's a pretty song. It's definitely a beautiful song. Um, and is this the first time we actually heard this? I don't think so. I don't think it was the first time we heard this track. Um, in terms of the history of Elder Scrolls, like was the I don't think Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind was the first time we actually heard Nerevar Rising, but um, or or at least the music behind Nerevar Rising. So he is the main composer, and he does not have Elder Scrolls One or Two to his title, so the possibility this is the first time potentially but was there obviously this is titled never Nerevar rising but was there like a on that soundtrack a main title or title theme or something like that i wonder if that would be maybe the first time we actually heard it and then they just remixed it for Nerevar rising i don't know i have no idea i'll have to look into that that's a possibility either either, possibility. either way it's basically yeah either way it's basically the main theme of elder scrolls but it's a great track so i mean why not play it but uh, that's going to bring us to the close of this episode of A Radio Hour Volume 12 here on BG Mania. Unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here. I think we said it all, Brian. All right. Well, we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games, we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to you on a daily basis. Remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, TechniSport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to share your support by leaving a review. And if you aren't already, subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to also follow us at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams and events. We can also be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check the description below for all of the appropriate links next week we are going back to the legend of zelda series part seven to be exact we'll be taking a look at tracks from skyward sword and tracks from a link between worlds which will be the final episode of zelda before we close it out with breath of the wild so we're almost done with zelda so we're getting there dude we're getting there with these final two that we still have to go so it's crazy uh, time goes so quick time goes so quick like it never slows down age keeps on ticking 
ticking into the future. No, that's time keeps on ticking. <laughs> Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Nerevar Rising from The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.